This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Would you take a 50-50 shot at $5 million or death? (laughs) Also, do you regret buying your house? And how many episodes do you have to watch before you're officially binge-watching? It is Friday, the 21st of February of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and... Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Um, it's weird, like I, I get emails from Reddit with whatever like their top question is, top mm-hmm. theoretical question is, and uh, I never actually go on and comment on it, but the one that I got yesterday was, would you take a shot at being either rich or dead with no option C? Because there's a big debate on Reddit right now over that question. Would you take a 50-50 shot where you either get $5 million or die? Wow. Yeah. I would say $5 million is probably, I would say most people would say no yeah. to that one. If right. you said $100 million or $500 million, you might get a few more takers. And not me. No, I don't think I could do it either. No. Uh-uh. I'll make do with what I got. Make the best out of it. Yeah. You know, I've heard, I've heard being really rich is overrated anyway. I can't even play the odds and get two bucks on a scratcher. Yeah. Hmm. So the odds of that happening. I read a quote the other day that made me kind of, <laughs> I was talking about money and greed and, and just how it doesn't buy, you know, money doesn't buy happiness like. So many people like to believe that it does. But the quote was like, want to know what God thinks of money? Look at the people he gives it to. Hmm. Ooh, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. I know, right? So that was kind of like, well, I guess there's some that I would be like, hmm. There's also a lot of really Yeah, there are a lot of really great people. Like Oprah. There. Right. Right. <laughs> got a lot of money. Does there's, some nice there's, things. A lot, there's a lot of really good ones. That's the kind of quote that plays into confirmation bias but the results on this question were actually pretty split with plenty of people saying the shot at the money is worth the 50 percent shot at death wow welcome to late capitalism everyone wow yeah the best response from someone though who would take the 50 50 shot said well either way i don't have to go to work tomorrow <laughs> that's true yeah. <laughs> oh that's horrible. Yeah. so i'm gonna put you down as a no fritchie yeah, I can be a no. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Mm. I've, I've lived poor before, and it's not horrible. 
you know? You, make, you made it work. Yeah. Well, we didn't know. You know, like you were talking earlier about living in Florida and you were living in a trailer park with like 75 people and it was one of the most amazing times of your life. Yeah. Because you didn't know any better. Right. You didn't know any different. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. I, I was about 10 or 11 years old and there was this girl, Heather, that lived a few trailers down. Mm-hmm. She had a little dog. We used to hang out. Mm-hmm. Never saw her again. Yeah. The girl or the dog? <laughs> Either, right? Both, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd rather be rich in, you know, relationships, friendships. But now, okay, but you say that, but, you know, now that, like, you've had some time living in a 10,000 square foot house or whatever that is. Yeah, right. On the palatial um, Fitterer estate. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, do you think that would be hard to go back to? Um, No, I don't think so. Because I don't, I don't have the, like, I feel like I will do anything. Like, if I lost this job, mm-hmm. I would do anything. I would work at the Dollar General if I had to, just to make the money. I would, too. You know, I was thinking about this, too, on this last vacation, how I think I'd be really happy as an Uber driver, you know? Like, a, you know, I'd have to be Uber black. Like, you know, I don't want people puking in the back of my car on a Friday night. But like, I would it's love to just do Uber. airport runs. Yeah. <laughs> he I wants to do the high end Uber. I mean, I'd spend a little Uber. money on a black car. Yeah. And where would you want to drive this car? Is this something you would do here in Cincinnati? Or yeah, is this I, something you want to do in Thailand? Oh, well, I was going to say Cincinnati. But yeah, I mean, sure. If we can make Thailand happen, that'd be great. Anywhere. Really. Mm. Yeah. Something very simple. Yeah. Like, yeah, even when I was in Costa Rica, there was this lovely little family every day that set up. Uh, uh... Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts underneath a little tent right at the beach at our resort and they sold their little bowls they had jewelry and bowls and cups and things but every day you know you're sitting she's sitting at the beach and she's making necklaces that looks kind of nice i don't know what her home life is like but as far as a work kind of situation yeah you know that kind of how you spend your day oh yeah I mean, but you know, I look, I'm like, how much money? It, yeah. It, I, did she maybe take home $30 today? Yeah. And what's of. the healthcare situation right. like? And all of that, I have no idea, but right. she seemed very happy, happy and peaceful. But then again, this is, that was, she's also a retired CEO of a multi-million dollar she company who's now well following be. her passion. That could be absolutely <laughs> yeah. true. You should but, see her Etsy page. <laughs> but Costa Rica is one of the happiest places on the planet. It's like one of the five blue zones where the, they have the most number of people that live to a hundred and beyond and live well. Yeah. You know, they don't do great till 75 and then hang on for an ugly 25 years of downslide. 
know, it's it's all that sweating you do. on the beach. It's all that sitting and making joy on the beach. Right. <laughs> does well, I think about that, too, air. when I watch those like my Caribbean life shows on HGTV and those people are like multimillionaires and they have left their home in North Maine and they're moving to wherever in the Caribbean. Please. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I, I would be really good at running like an ice cream shop down there. I could do that. You could work when you want. Yeah. Open, you know, who wants ice cream? It's 5 a.m. Oh. Open up at 11. <laughs> Stay there till six. Maybe Kristen, after dinner. Kristen once brought up the idea of maybe running like a country bed and breakfast in the Italian countryside or something. Oh, yeah. That sounds fun. How come? Because that's like right up her alley. You know, mm-hmm. she went to she went to the hotel school at Cornell. She worked in food and beverage and uh, she her. She comes from a, a family of ho- hoteliers, so she this would totally be up her alley. But of course, in my mind, I'm thinking we would never get away. Like we, that's a full time job. You know, you own it; it's on you. And I, I suppose you could hire people, but I don't know. Does that is that one of those situations where suddenly hospitality becomes work, and then you just want a vacation from your vacation? Right, but you have that ability to be like, we're closed from August first through the twentieth. If you want to be, it's yeah. yours. You get to do what you want. That's true. So in other news that didn't make the news this morning, boy, I'll tell you what, inflation, inflation, inflation. The Tooth Fairy is paying out more money this year. The insurance company Delta Dental has something called the Tooth Fairy Index, which tracks how much the Tooth Fairy leaves for a tooth. And the average payout jumped 33 cents to over four bucks per tooth. Dang. I know. It's a pretty good raise. The national average now sits at $4.03, up from $3.70 last year. That's still lower than the all-time high of more than $4.50 back in 2017. Kids in the Northeast evidently are getting the biggest payouts. In the Northeast, they're getting $4.35 on average, but things are more expensive in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In the in the South, it's four dollars one cents. Out West, three dollars ninety seven cents. But kids here in the Midwest are getting hosed at just three dollars seventy one cents per tooth. Now, you know, while that sounds like you're kind of getting ripped off, the good news is we don't suffer the market fluctuations that they do in other hotter parts of the country. So, is four bucks a tooth fair, or is that too much? They ask people about it. A little over half said somewhere between a dollar and five dollars sounds about right. And by the way, the fluctuations in the Tooth Fairy Index tend to mimic how the S&P 500 has been doing. Seriously. So I guess she's heavily invested in stocks. Yeah. So many of Jacob's baby teeth just disappeared that we didn't even give the get the opportunity. Oh, no? Yeah. I don't know if he swallowed or? them or if he threw them out or I don't oh. know what he did. But yeah, they That's just funny. kind of, it's pretty common. <laughs> I don't know what the going rate was. Right. Think about what a weird experience, though, that is as a child. When your your teeth are falling out. You're like, I don't know how to do it at this. Like, I can remember the feeling of it being loose, you know, and and then pushing it with your tongue. Oh. (laughs) You guys ever have dreams where your teeth are loose? Yes. No, where I lose all of them. And that's like a stress dream. Isn't it? Isn't that one, though? I think that says you're lying about something, isn't it, when you're losing your teeth? I didn't hear that. I always, everything that I read, everything that I read was that you're under, like, some kind of extreme stress. You're feeling stress about a certain situation. Hmm. When you start dreaming about waking up without your teeth or chewing on your teeth or Mm -hmm. losing them. Yeah. 
It's a horrible situation. I, I only have the dreams where they're where they're loose. Oh. Like they're not out, but they're like, wow, that shouldn't be moving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two things to remember when you and your husband or your wife or your significant other get into your next argument. One, first thing to remember, it is healthy and even good for your relationship to argue sometimes. Two, everyone else is arguing about the same stuff. So you're not alone. A new study at Oakland University in Michigan found the most common reasons married couples fight. And they're probably close to what you would expect. Here are the top ten. Not showing enough affection. A lack of communication. Someone not paying attention to the other. Lack of communication is only at like number seven or eight, or is this in no specific order? Um, I believe we are working our way backwards, starting from number, number 10 okay. to number... No, I take that back. We're starting off with number one, not showing enough affection. Lack of communication was number two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, someone not paying enough attention to the other. <laughs> that, could go, that could fall into the category of not listening to. Yeah. Not like for attention. me, I feel like if I'm not getting enough attention, I tell you, I need attention. I'm over here. I need attention. You know what? I like that. Yeah. Uh, I like that you do that. You're welcome. It makes us both feel good. Because <laughs> a lot of, I, I don't want to pin this on just guys, but I mean, a lot of significant others don't even think about it. You just assume that you're good. If yeah. I'm good. If I'm good, you must be good, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Scott does it too. He'll be like, I need some attention. And I'm like, okay, what's up? We're really vocal about that. Well, I mean, it's not the same if I have to tell you. I shouldn't have to ask. Right. Oh, are I, you that uh, girlfriend no, ask, or boyfriend? Ask, ask. Uh, not feeling appreciated. Feelings like jealousy, talking to an ex, being possessive, past relationships, and whose friends you're spending more time with. And we, we did a little bit of this in the Facebook Live video. And I was trying to come up with one that is an occasional recurring theme with me and Kristen and on the lack of communication front, here's a scenario. It's uh, I, I can't remember if it was a Friday or a Saturday, but she was going to an afternoon barbecue and I had other stuff to do. Plus I wanted to get a nap in because we had tentative dinner plans that night. And so I knew that she'd probably be wrapping up around five or six And then we would meet up at her place, have a cocktail or two, go to dinner. I take my nap. I wake up. It's like almost 6.30. She's still at the thing. Send her a text. I'm like, what do you think your ETA is? We still on? What do you want to do? She said, everybody's here. Did you want to come over? And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I could. Like, you want to change? Do you want to just bag dinner and then we can do this instead? You want to keep the party going? What do you want to do? No response because yeah. she's, you know, she's hanging out, mm-hmm. which I'm cool with, but like I'm holding off on eating here, people. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get our priorities in order. You know, my stomach's rumbling. Yeah. You want to fill me in? And then like somebody else from the party shoots me a text and says, come by again. I'm cool with that. But if I go, I'm committing for the night because I'm not going to be able to get out of there. That's mm-hmm. how it works. Right. So let's just make a decision. Communicate with me. But I get how it is. You know, you're at a thing. You get distracted. 
And I'm just as guilty of that, too. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of just the crisscross of just t- what do what are we doing? Let's have the conversation. Don't assume. Yeah. And we can change it up on the fly. Yeah. But I think in let's the, stay in, in contact. Big picture, you guys are in pretty good shape if that's your biggest fight. Yeah. For sure. For what sure. about you guys? We're not big fighters. Were you in the beginning? Was there? I mean, were there were right. there times in the beginning where you were getting to know each other, and there were just some miscommunications or misunderstandings, and maybe they had a theme. It was more nagging. Yeah, what kind of nagging? Like I nag him to put his phone down when he's in the car. Yeah, like you don't need that Instagram message will be there when you arrive at your destination. You can wait. You don't so texting while driving. You don't need to answer them at the intersection of Edwards and Madison. And what does he nag you about? Um. I don't care about what people think usually. In what way? And that <laughs> sometimes I know annoys him. Because you just say what you think. Or I don't need to look nice. I don't care. <laughs> so maybe he'll want you to spruce it up. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That kind of stuff. Ours he wants is to mostly put you in a nice pair of pants. Listening situations. <laughs> or like, where are you? Like, where's your head? Like, you know, we're all guilty of squirreling. But I feel like I have to be very like aware of everything that's going on because we have the kid and the you know all these but other you have things. Have a lot going on. We do have a lot going on, and I'm like, where are you? Like, what happened? I just told you I put the apple juice in the fridge. Why are you looking for it? It's right there. Like, are you listening? What happened? Where are you? That's- do you go really fast? Is it maybe does he, does he struggle to keep up? Maybe. No, I think that it's a timing issue for the two of us because when I get off the air, I get to go home. I get to mentally relax my mind. Because I need to do that in order to go to the next job, which is mom slash significant other. But when he comes home, he wants to take that time to have his moment of relaxation. And I'm already in go to the next thing mode. Right. So I'm like, where are you? Where's your head? Let's, you know, what are we doing for dinner? Is this good? Do you want to do this? And he's like, I need a breather moment. Mm-hmm. So it's just a timing issue, I think, collectively for us. But it leads to miscommunication, not listening, not feeling appreciated, all of these other things right. on the mm-hmm. list. We had another little thing come up, too, like, you know, going back to Fridays, I, I, I got to have that long nap so that I can be front and center Friday night. Like, I want to live like a normal person for the weekend, want to catch up with Kristen, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I want to just like, I don't, I don't want to just be there. I want to be present, which means I got to be like rested and focus. sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so every Friday afternoon when I get out of here after lunch, you know, take care of a couple of errands and then I crawl into bed and I'll take a good like two and a half, three hour nap sometimes. Those are the bad. I love those. Yeah. And then I like tell you the last time I had one, but I love them. Right. And then when I, when I wake up from that nap and I get out of bed, it's like I'm starting a whole new day. I jump in the shower, I shave, I put on nice clothes, getting ready for dinner, head to her house. We have a cocktail or two before we go out to dinner. Well, this has been getting later and later and later because mm-hmm. I've been sleeping longer and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just a night owl, even though despite the hours that I work doing the morning show, I'm actually a night owl. So I prefer to get together like after eight o'clock. So if you think he's funny and charming in the morning, you should see him <laughs> at night when he really comes along. I am on fire. <laughs> So anyway, she sat me down one day and she's like, I don't like this. I want you here at seven from now on. 
I'm like, what? Uh, like, I don't like this. Time. He, your, your arrival time has been getting later and later. She's like, mm-hmm. you, you seven, then it was 7.15. Then it was 7.30. You know, now we're pushing after 8 o'clock. She's like. 8 o'clock. I'm on the couch. Yeah. Me <laughs> too. Like, I am done. Agreed. The kid is in the bathtub. My yep. my responsibilities with him are almost, almost over. I got about another hour and Amen. a half, two hours of watch. And he's going to he's going to pop in and he's going to need a little something here and he's going to need a little something there. And he's I'm going to hear mom upstairs probably three times. But mostly. Yeah, we are. We are in our pajamas and in my little corner in the couch. No, I'm just showing up and I'm like, ready to go. Hey, (laughs) you eating dinner at eight o'clock. Oh, Oh, no, no, no. No. Reservations are at eight thirty. That's what I'm saying, though. (laughs) Even that I'm like, that is when the me time. So late time starts at around eight oh three. No, we sit down at eight thirty and we shut the place down. We yeah. often don't leave until close to 11 o'clock. We're usually yeah. the last people to leave the restaurant. We eat late, too. Yeah. How European of us. I know it is. <laughs> 8 p.m. But I told her, I said, but our reservations aren't until 8.30. She said, I don't care if they're 10 o'clock. I want you here at 7 because that time is important to her like that. It's not that the catch dinner. Up time. Right. right. Yeah. It's not the about time. the dinner. Yeah. So yeah. you guys fight about time, too. So. Only when it's in reference to food. food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got schooled. <laughs> Seven fifty-two. So yeah. Oh, and by the way, some things that finished a little lower on the list of the common reasons. Money? Couples. Have you said money yet? Uh, money, money, money. Yes, money was thirtieth. I can't believe that it's thirtieth on the list. Same. Yeah. I would think, Mary, that I, I feel like that forever, would be number one. That's what we've been hearing forever. That that's the number one thing that couples fight about is money. Oh, well, maybe it's like the communication covers the money you it's know what about I mean? money <laughs> it might be it might be a lot of people have trouble communicating what they're spending when mm-hmm. yeah chores was in 12th place 13th is who does more work 17th was the frequency of sex 18th is what sexual acts he or she or he and he or she and she are willing to engage in and or not willing to engage in 20th is in-laws 22nd is Who's in control? Who's driving? Who's driving today? I can't keep up. Is it me today, tonight, or is it you? <laughs> Will someone let me know? And 30th is someone spending too much money. I think that when I was married, we fought about them all. Really? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Just because you, you, you wonder, like, if, 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 People are in the same boat as me and they're listening to that list and they can come up with an example of an argument that they had underneath each and every topic. Yeah. Like, I wonder if anybody's listening right now and going, you know, we fight a lot <laughs> about a lot of different things. Or if most people are like you guys, and you're like, yeah, we got one or two little things that we maybe don't agree on. I wonder how many divorces you just caused, Jeff, by sharing that list. <laughs> Hey, these are important conversations, don't you think? They really are. Yeah. They're super important. And, they, and you, you do have to have them because sometimes you don't know. Like, is my are we fighting more than everybody else? Yeah. Or is what's going on in my house? Is this what how most couples live? Right. We don't know. Tanya. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Fantastic. Here are your three headlines. You pick the real one. You are going to Cincinnati Playhouse in the park. Okay. Go. Focus. 
Woman sets house on fire trying to heat up her iPhone in the toaster. That's A. B. Car explodes when woman burns pictures of her ex in the trunk. Or C. Someone set their motor home on fire by microwaving an entire package of Oreos. Oh, gosh. Um... I'm going to go with B. You're right. All right. Nice job. Yes. Yeah. Next job. Yeah, heated up Oreos. That sounds kind of good. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's got to get a little melty, right? Right. A little melty, but not melty that it catches does a fire. Right. Yeah. Because someone in Estero, Florida accidentally set their motorhome on fire on Tuesday by microwaving an entire package of Oreos. So that includes the wrapper, the plastic wrap, the container around the cookies, everything. According to the fire department, the small amounts of metal in the printing on the package sparked. Oh, like like little that you know. I know exactly what you're talking Mm -hmm. about. You know, you pull it back, yeah, and And it has the sleeve exposure that has some like foil looking like Mm -hmm. thing there. Yeah, that caused a fire in the microwave, and it spread to the rest of the motorhome. Oops! And there was significant damage, but luckily, no one was hurt. I lived in Fort Myers for like two months when I was little. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. My aunt and uncle, when, when my uncle was still alive, they lived in a tiny little single wide with two sons, by the way, plus me and my sister and my mom. And I don't know how we did it, but Where did you that sleep? was the most fun two months. <laughs> my sister and I like bunked in one room and uh, one of my cousins was sleeping on the couch in the living room. And I think, I, I don't know how she fit it all in, but. Wow. And we had those tricycles where we could ride around the neighborhood. And because it was a trailer park, it was safe for us. You know, there was hardly any traffic. So we could ride our our tricycles all over. And it was so fun because, like, I learned how to, like, ride on just the two wheels and, like, wedge between the speed bumps and stuff. How cute. (laughs) what's, What's so fun when you're that young, there is, like... You're happy anywhere. Yeah. And everywhere. There's no judgment. You know, you're just like, this is, everything is so cool. Everything was cool. And the trailer park, to this day, it still exists. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's a little long on the tooth. It's kind of run down. Although it was kind of run down then. We just didn't realize. You didn't know. No. Yeah, nothing to compare it to. But it was butted up against this um, pasture with cows and horses. Oh, you had cows and horses. Yeah. Now, there was barbed wire, so you had to be careful when you were petting the horses. Not mm-hmm. to. Aww, what a sweet story. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you? Um, let's see. It was, when, it was when Jimmy Carter left office and President Reagan was inaugurated. So oh, it was around that time. 80s? 6, 7, 8. Yeah. 1980? Yeah. And kind of an extended long Christmas vacation. But anyway, yeah, fun times. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.